Good afternoon. It's Friday, February 22nd, 2008. This is Daniel, and we've got uh, an all-day podcasting workshop session today here at Columbia City at the Northeast Patent Site. And uh, we've got about five or six people coming, um, three occupational therapists and a couple administrators. And uh, today's, ses- today's podcast is just going to be a recording of that session, uh, parts of that session, um, pretty much as is, without any editing or cutting out. It's just going to be a recording of bits and pieces of today's session, mostly as an example to them um, as I'm teaching them about podcasting, how easy it is to record a podcast and and publish it. Um, And uh, this should be finished and published and uploaded, ready for download on the web uh, within a few minutes after the conclusion of of the workshop today. All right. See ya. There's a term that I should tell you about, uh, and the term is pod rot. And anybody have any idea what pod rot might mean before I tell you? <laughs> doesn't sound real tasty, does it? Uh, pod rot refers to podcasts that have been started by somebody who was real gung ho in the beginning and then decided they didn't really have time to do it or didn't really have any more good ideas to share. And has kind of died, and so you st- like, and that may be what's going on with yours. Mm-hmm. Although it's National Geographic, so I don't know. It's something else. Um, somebody starts a podcast, and then they've got great ideas, and they've got great con- content, and then after a while, they realize that they just didn't allot enough time in the day to keep this going once a week or once a month or whatever they decide to do. So the podcast dies, and then somebody like us goes on there and says, "Hey, this looks really cool." We go to subscribe to it, and then there's really no content there. There's like one episode and then they've never produced another one. So the, their podcast has sort of rotted out. And so don't be a pod rotter. And you can avoid that by planning ahead of time. And make sure that you, kind of like I said before, a lot enough time. And you're going to need more time in the beginning than you will later on, of course. But make sure you are able to keep it realistic. Like don't do something that you say, okay, I'm going to do this every day or I'm going to do this every week. If it's, if it's more realistic, say, okay, I'm going to do this once a month. Or I'm going to do, like with my photography one, I do it once a year. And I put that out there in my description. This is a once-a-year portfolio of this year's photography. Um, and then I don't hold myself to any more than once a year. So it's doable, and I can keep doing it. So that's pod rot. Um, I think to getting started with this is having a genuine interest in podcasting for yourself. Um, doesn't have to be school related. In fact, I probably would recommend it not be school related to start with, so that you're, it's almost a break from your job. Um, everybody gotten to listen to it a little bit? I want to know at least. Tell me, tell me one. Tell me your favorite one that you found. I just found one. Just found one. Yeah. The national. In the National Geographic. Video um, shorts or the, another one. It is. A, a video short. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And which, tell me one that you found. I didn't get to listen to any of them, but um, I downloaded one about Autism Insights. Autism Insights? Okay. The Ellen DeGeneres show in a minute. Very good. <laughs> tell me a good one that you found. Um, I found some uh, poetry. Poetry podcast? Podcast. Uh-huh. Cool. 
Is it is it actual poetry or talking um, about writing poetry or? No, it, uh, some of this was poetry, and, and it sounded like it was written by kids and read by kids. Oh, great, cool, very cool. And how about your favorite one that you found? Oh man, I found so many. I don't know. This one right now I'm looking at is Applied Theater Research and Autism. Cool. Applied Theater Research mm-hmm. and Autism. Yes. Cool. Cool. Very good. Maybe the rest of the students? Tell me more. You're exactly <laughs> right. Uh, we talked about it right here. Well, what kind of physical limitations are you talking about? Um, maybe somebody that has a, uh, they have, they're really high in their vocabulary, but they're, for whatever reason, not able to read or write. Okay. Okay, good. So tell, so then how would you overcome that barrier with podcasting? He could digitally record his knowledge that he has and share it that way. Beautiful. Perfect. What else? Any other ideas? You've got a lot of you've got a lot of uh, students who have a lot of knowledge in there who may not be able to get it out in a traditional way. And this goes back to what I was talking about UDL and and creating something from the ground up to be universally accessible. So instead of a uh, book report, instead of having to write a book report, we do a podcast. Let me ask you this: Do you think if if the if the assignment is we're going to report on this book? that we're reading, either in groups or individually or whatever, we're going to do a traditional book report. Do you think it's the, the students are going to get the same, the same or more out of that by doing a podcast about that book as they would handwriting it with paper and pencil? What do you, I, I don't know, what are, you, what are your thoughts? At least? What, well, why do you, well, does anybody think they wouldn't? Does anybody think it's a completely different assignment? skills maybe. I think it's the same assignment but your response format is different. You've got a different response format. And because the response format's different, then you bring in some of those some new skills, some different skills, some additional skills. Uh, I really like the idea of doing that because as soon as you know as soon as you walk into your classroom and say the words book report, students turn off. Students are done at that point. That class period is over once you say book report. I'm sorry, but for most of our kids, that's the truth. If you walk in and say, okay, we're going to read this book, and then we're going to podcast, kids' heads are going to come off the desk and say, what? How do you know what a podcast is? And then you can say, well, I really don't know what a podcast is. I went to one workshop, and I kind of learned a little bit about it, and I'm still kind of lost, but but I think it's interesting, and, and I think it's cool, and we can learn this together. You should empower them like that because they know. They probably know what a podcast is. Whether or not they've ever listened to one or, or produced one, they probably know what it is. And they're going to say, okay, yeah, let's do this. And empower them with, with the ability to learn with you and to sometimes teach you. And even though it, you know as much technology as I used in my classroom, there were a lot of times where I pretended I didn't know and I would have the students teach me. Whether it was with podcasting or using the smart board, 
uh, and, and I was telling you earlier, I bring, I pull general ed teachers out of the hallway all the time and bring them in and, and have my te- my students show them something that they couldn't do, that the teacher couldn't do on the computer. Um, and it just really empowered my students. Um, so yeah, I like that idea. What, any other ideas now that I've been talking? Yeah. For using a podcast in schools? It can be for producing one or listening to one. Or both. It's a great way to address multiple intelligences. I really like the idea of, of whether it's a book report or some other kind of assignment, creating groups. Um, we have a history, I think, of group work not being very successful in the way that we want it to be successful in school. Uh, but I really like the idea of creating a group and letting all the students do some research or read the book or whatever it is. And then you've got one student who's maybe outstanding verbally who is going to do the, the verbal recording. You've got another student who's going to maybe got some more technical skills. They're going to actually do the work the computer and produce the thing. You've got another student who does some editing. You've got another student... Uh, maybe goes out and, and does some interviewing, uh, and you can break things up like that and use student strengths. And, and like you said, you, maybe you've got a student who, maybe it's not uh, an orthopedic impairment, but maybe they're nonverbal. So I've had teachers say, well, I've got half of my class is nonverbal. How do you want me to podcast? And then I say, well, the other, the other half is verbal. Pair those students up. The nonverbal students still have a lot of thoughts in their head. Um, let them write them. Let them do some editing, some research. And then they give it to the student who is verbal, and they produce it. Or you use text-to-speech. They type what they want to say, and let the computer turn it into audio, and that becomes the podcast. I really like the idea of doing that. Here's some other ideas. Uh, something else Warsaw is doing and being very successful with is putting their tests, some of their paper tests, onto an iPod. Very, very cool. I love the idea of doing virtual field trips. Uh, and that's taking something like this, a portable recorder, and instead of just going on a field trip and saying, okay, it's kind of a day off, give this to a student and say, I want you to hold it for five minutes, and then verbally describe what's going on around you in enough detail that when we go back and we give it to Mrs. So-and-so, she's going to know exactly what you were seeing and feeling and smelling and tasting or whatever. So we're working on verbal descriptions and vocabulary. And then after you've done that for five minutes, give it to your friend. And then he gives it to somebody else. He gives it to somebody else. Um, I really like that idea. Computer. Um, Oops. Um, after the topic, you need episode. You need a topic for episode one. So like the one I just, the one for this workshop that I just showed you is the topic is my podcasting workshops. That's the name of the magazine. The episode one is just an intro to what this is. I could have gone into more detail and talked about podcasting a little bit more in episode one, but I chose to keep it very short and sweet. Um, And then episode two will be February 22nd, podcasting workshop in Columbia City, or whatever. Um, And then keep keep in mind your release dates. How often am I going to not only want to, but realistically be able to do this? Is it going to be a weekly thing, or is it going to be a monthly thing, or is it going to be a yearly thing? Um, and then make sure you've got what you need. Do I have the hardware? Do I have the software? Are they both are they both you know in working order, ready to go? Is my microphone plugged in? 
And I've actually done that before. I recorded three whole episodes without my microphone plugged in. Um, actually, my microphone was plugged in. I had a second microphone plugged into the, for the person I was interviewing, and their microphone wasn't. So the whole thing sounded like I was talking to myself and waiting for a response. So make sure things are plugged in and it's working. Make sure you're seeing audio levels. Um, and do I have the content that I need? Because you don't want to get into it and think, this is what I'm going to talk about, and, and I can talk forever on this. And you get into it and realize, I didn't know as much about this as I thought I did. And then you're 30 seconds into it, and you don't know what you're going to say next. Um, so do a little research beforehand. I don't care what you're going to podcast on today. It could be anything you want. Make it something you're genuinely interested in. Um, but then we're going to go to the internet, or you're going to talk to each other, or ask me questions, or get on the phone, or whatever, and do a little research to find out whatever whatever content you need to support your podcast. Um, and do I have the people I need? If it's going to be an interview thing, and by the way, I think interviewing is a great way for kids to do this. Send them out with this thing, and let them interview to other teachers in the building. Let them interview other people in the community, because um, that's another skill, I think. It involves a lot of skills that we have. We don't teach in very many other ways, I think. So let them do that. Um, so you need to make sure, you, if you, do I have the people I need? We're going to then, once you record the basic audio, we're going to edit the audio, we're going to output the audio, and then we're going to convert file formats. Even though you won't necessarily need to today, I'm going to show you how to convert file formats so you know how to do it for the future. Uh, then we're going to export the podcast and... Um, Upload it, or at least simulate uploading it. Because you need the other thing you need is some web space. It has to be stored on the web somewhere. It's not enough just to have it on your computer unless you leave your computer on 24-7 and you're using it as a web server, which I don't recommend doing. Um, you need some web space. And so at schools, you know, a school has some web space, and so it's a matter of talking, talking your tech director out of a little bit of web space and how they want to handle that. But on your own... Uh, and this may be the way you want to start before you go to your tech director and say, I need some web space, and then realize that your podcast isn't as good as it should be. Do it on your own. And if you, how many people have internet at home? You, you don't find very many people anymore, 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 at least in the people that I work with who don't. Uh, who do you have? Comcast? Everybody Comcast? What is it? Mediacom? Embark. Embark? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'd say with any more with any internet service provider, you get some free web space from them. It may not be more. It may not be more than like two megabytes, but for an audio only podcast, that could be plenty to at least get you started with. So I rec recommend using your own uh, free web space first, and then getting it going and really saying to yourself, "I can do this," and being confident and saying. You know, here's a preview I did with my own web space to your tech director, and this is what it's going to be about, this is what I'm going to do, and then, you know, be prepared when you ask them for something, because they, they've got a lot of, they've got a lot of responsibilities. Uh, and they're not just going to dole out web space to everybody who asks it, asks for it. Um, so be prepared. How, does anybody here know your, your FTP information for your web space right now? Okay. Usually, you wouldn't, unless you had a reason to. But if you did, we could upload to it right now, and and you could use it. Um, okay. So start thinking about what, what your podcast is going to be about, your overall topic, where you're going to find information on that topic if you don't already have it in your head, uh, and then what your first episode is going to be about. So like if, you know, 
I've had I've had several people do it on their broad topic is cooking, and then the first episode may be uh, chicken something. Then their second episode could be I don't know something else. Um, so think about that over lunch, and that's, pro- that's probably why people do cooking a lot is because we do this after lunch. <laughs> uh, ideas that you thought about. What do you think you're going to do your podcast on? Uh-oh, everybody's asleep after lunch. <laughs> do you guys go to Oliver's? Yeah. Crowded? Really? They couldn't do Mexican. They what? They couldn't do Mexican. Oh. <laughs> we did it once this week. So no ideas yet? Anybody have one they're definitely going to go with at this point? No? Okay. Well, let's figure it out. Take a few minutes. Surf the internet, do whatever. Talk to each other, talk to me. Come up with an idea. It doesn't, you know, this is a practice one, unless you really, unless you want to keep it, you can. Um, but come up with an idea, something you're interested in, and, uh, and we'll go from there. Uh, this is very personal, but you said something we really like. Yeah. I was trying to think, uh-huh. what do I like the most right now? My yeah. grandkids. So Perfect. Do it on your grandkids. So, I'm, that's what I'm going to do. Awesome. I've got all their pictures anyway. And do it on. Good. Do it on gardening. You got an idea? I'm doing mine on pregnancy. On what? Pregnancy. Pregnancy. Week 12. Week 13. 12. Cool. Um, I'm doing how to make lobster bisque. Cool. But, so is your whole... Is your whole magazine going to be about lobster bisque? That'd be okay with me, but... Is that what's next week's episode going to be on? Um, just do soups. You know, have a magazine okay. soups. So your magazine is soups. Yeah. And then episode one is lobster. Gotcha. Okay, good. So your, your pregnancy topic is pregnancy. Episodes are this week of eight. Awesome. Good idea. And then, so your topic is gardening. Yeah. And then your first episode is going to be? Signs of spring. Signs of spring? Yep. Gotcha. And so grandkids is your overall. And then your first one is going to be about? The day that changed. First day that changed my life. The first day that changed your life. Very good. And you've got, oh, you've got Boring. curriculum mapping. That's all right. Mm-hmm. And the first you know, one is one why map my curriculum. I'm hoping is going to help with this. I, I think our superintendent would like to do this yeah. as a way to put out information to yep. staff. So I'm hoping that that's just one way for them to see how he might use that. Sure. Yeah, she's... Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. She's doing hers on curriculum mapping um, as a professional development tool. I think that was on my list up there of ideas, but we didn't talk about it. Uh, professional development, I think, is a real is a real use for podcasting, and that's pretty much the way I use it. Uh, like with this Nymus thing and, and with all the ones I do, they're all about professional development. And I think we're moving more and more towards that because, it, you know, like we were talking about earlier, there, there's always going to be a need for good teachers. We're not trying to replace face-to-face teaching experiences. But as you know, the, you're limited as far as how much you can travel and come to stuff like this, um, not only with funds but with time. 
And, you know, like I was talking about with my iPod, I go load it up the night before with absolutely no effort on my part. And the next day, you know, I spend a three hour, three to four hours in the car. And I'm, I'm learning stuff the whole time, with, which I wouldn't ordinarily be doing. Okay, so I think we've got good ideas. You're done? Yeah. Um, looks good. Um, let me ask, how long does it take? It's almost an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just um, if you want to just close your computers and leave them on top, okay, or just or put them at the front somewhere, that's fine. Um, we'll probably see you in a few weeks. Sounds like for the Nimus thing. I'm not sure. You guys feel like you can do a podcast with this? I mean, you've got that, that, that 30 day demo is fully functional for 30 days. So you can go and be a podcaster. Um, if you do, if you go, do go and do it, um, let me know. Send me a link and stuff. I want to see it. Especially in the OT world. Nobody, I don't think anybody's doing it in the OT world. Yeah, we could definitely do some cool stuff. See you back, ladies. Bye. Later. And thank you. See ya. Good luck with that baby thing. Oh, thanks. Talk to you next week, probably. Huh? I'll talk to you next week. Okay.